This podcast is intended to uplift, inspire, and in some cases, educate you on how to create a life that feels good. I am not a health professional, and the information and advice shared on this show should not be taken in replacement for any information or direction given to you by a healthcare professional. If you or someone you know is struggling with your health or mental well-being, please reach out to a healthcare professional in your area. For more information and resources on mental health support, please visit laurajaneillustrations.com forward slash mental health or see the link in the show notes. Hi there, I'm Laura, a teacher turned creator, and this is Fill Up Your Cup, the podcast with a mission to help you feel inspired, motivated, and empowered to show up for yourself and create a life that feels good. We're putting the personal back in personal development as we navigate this journey of self-awareness, self-compassion, and growth together. Because together, And with the right mindset, we are all capable of change and living a life that truly fills us up. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to Fill Up Your Cup podcast for another solo mini episode. I feel like it's been so long since I got to sit down and record and talk to you guys one-on-one. I have loved having all of the guests that we've had on this season so far and I'm super excited for our next round of guests as well because there is so much more goodness coming. But this podcast started out as a solo podcast and some of my favorite episodes to sit down and record are still those episodes where I get to sit down and connect with you and come into your world and just take a moment once a week to chat with you one-on-one like a good friend sending you a voice note and share what's working for me and my self-care or share some things that I have kind of received um feedback from on you guys from the community and things that you might be struggling with and just connect with you on this more personal level before we dive into today's episode i want to let you know that if you're looking for a little bit more inspiration and motivation for your self-care heading into the busy season of the year, aka the holiday season, the festive season, the end of the year rush, which we know can be stressful, can be overwhelming, and can be a time of year where we start to prioritize everybody else's needs and expectations over our own needs and well-being. So if you're looking for a little bit of help resetting your self-care this season so that you can show up for yourself where you're at and make sure that you maintain your boundaries and your well-being heading into the festive season and the busiest time of the year for many of us. Then as this episode goes up, it's Friday the 27th of October, on Monday I am hosting my quarterly 
Patreon self-care workshop. If you are a member of my Patreon community, I have a tier over there called the Self-Care Squad, which has been designed and created for the members of my community who, like me, love a little bit of inspiration and motivation around their self-care and their personal development journey. I share weekly uploads and resources there such as ebooks, downloadables, printables, self-care prompts and challenges. And another part of the benefits of the self-care squad tier are that once a quarter we meet on Zoom for a self-care workshop on a different theme, usually based on what I have felt the community has fed back to me they are struggling with or something that's seasonal and um, relevant to the time of year that we're in. And I share a little workshop and then we have some self-care Q&A and chat in the Zoom chat box and it's always really fun and I know that every time I do one of these workshops and I walk away from it, I feel motivated about my own self-care routine and showing up for myself and I know that all of the community does as well and so if you are looking to join a community of like-minded people to support you and uplift you on your personal development journey, on your self-care and self-compassion journey, and come on over to Patreon. The link is always in the show notes, but if you want to type it into your browser bar now, it's patreon.com forward slash Laura Jane Illustrations. As I said, there's lots of different tiers there to meet the different needs of my wide online community, but the one that I recommend for my podcast listeners is the Self-Care Squad, and if you become a member of the Self-Care Squad, you will be able to register and get access to our quarterly workshop which is running on Monday as this episode goes up. If you are listening to this after Monday the 30th, you can still head on over to Patreon and become a self-care squad member because the replay of that workshop will live on Patreon. And when you become a member, not only will you get access to all of the wonderful benefits that I'm going to create for you in the future, but you also get access to the archive of benefits and resources that I've already uploaded to Patreon for your tier, which means you can go back and watch the replay of the workshop that I'm going to run on Monday whenever it works for you. So, if you want a little bit of motivation and inspiration on how you can reset your self-care routines this busy, festive season, head on over to Patreon, click the link in the show notes, and become a self-care squad member. Speaking of self-care, and similar to the topic that I'm going to deep dive into on Monday's workshop for my Patreons, today's episode of the podcast is all about gentle self-care. As I've already said, we're heading into what for many of us can be the busiest, the most stressful, the most overwhelming time of the year because there's so much that collides at the same time that can kind of create this perfect emotional storm for many of us. For a lot of us, December and the festive seasons can have its own emotional triggers or activators that just on their own make this time of year a little bit more stressful and overwhelming for us to navigate. And then there's all the extras that come with that in terms of the holiday season and gifting and social expectations 
and work parties and meeting up with our friends and the new year and looking back on the past year and maybe starting to recognize more of what we didn't accomplish rather than focusing on what we did accomplish. And then if we're in the Northern Hemisphere, we also have to add to that the fact that we're going into the winter season, which is the darkest and the coldest season of the year. And we know that that on its own can impact our mental health and how motivated we are or not to show up for ourselves and to show up for the things we know work for us, be that exercise or just routines or getting up early in the morning because our natural instinct at this time of the year is to go indoors, to be cozy, to move slower, to hibernate in a sense. And so all of that combined together can make this a time of the year where looking after ourselves can slip away very quickly and looking after the needs of others and meeting the expectations of others can become the priority And it can just mix together in a way that often doesn't make us feel good. And then we put that beside the fact that it is a time of year where we think we're supposed to feel good and be joyful all of the time, but we don't. And that makes us feel worse. So there are so many complicated feelings and emotions and things going on at this time of the year that I really wanted to take an opportunity to sit down and record a solo episode on this topic to encourage you all to use this as an opportunity to step back before we head into November and December, which can be kind of peak season, especially even if you're small business owners listening to this, it's peak shopping season. There's so much stress that comes with this time of year. So before we head into all of that, I want us to step back and consider how our self-care might need to change or shift or look different at this time of the year. How can we fit self-care in at a time of the year when we are already so busy with so many other things and trying to meet the needs and expectations of other people? How do we set goals for our well-being that we can actually keep so that we can still maintain that sense of feeling good and creating a life that feels good for us, but not making self-care another thing that is adding to the overwhelm or adding to the to-do list. And the answer to that is gentle self-care. Now this season already, we've talked a lot about self-compassion. We've talked and learned about how to become more self-aware. We've listened to experts on topics such as mindfulness and breaking the cycle of people-pleasing and perfectionism. And today we're going to kind of reflect on how we can take all of those concepts and apply those skills directly to our self-care practices with gentle self-care ahead of this busy season. So what I'm gonna share with you today are three prompts or ideas on how you can make your self-care more gentle for yourself at this time of the year. So it feels like something that fills into your cup, that pours into you, rather than something else that is taking out of you and draining you. So the first thing to consider when you want to make your self-care more gentle, 
Tip number one is to prioritize the basics. I have talked about this a little bit before in that when you're not sure where to start with your self-care or when you feel your self-care routines are in need of a little bit of extra attention and love, sometimes the best place to start is with the basics. And I mean the very basics. Remember the definition of self-care as I like to define it and as we define it here on Philip Your Cup podcast is any action that you take to take care of yourself. And so that can look very different at different times of the year in different seasons. But it also means that doing the basics, looking after yourself in the most basic, most simple ways are still self-care. And when there is a lot going on in your life, we often forget about the basics. They're the first things that slip and they're the things that can have the biggest impact on us being able to show up when life is really busy. And when I talk about the basics, what I mean is stay hydrated, eat a balanced, nutritious diet, and prioritize a healthy sleep routine. So stay hydrated. When we're tired and we've got a lot going on, I know that something I do is I'm going to reach for coffee and a caffeinated drink before I reach for water. But often, while caffeine might give us a little boost of energy and help us stay awake, it also dehydrates us. And so it's really important that no matter how busy you get, you think about, hey, am I keeping myself hydrated? Because this is something that my body needs. And if I give it to myself, it's a really basic and simple way that I can show up for myself and continue to look after myself no matter what's going on in my life. So stay hydrated, do what I do. I've got a thermal flask that I fill up several times a day and I keep it on my desk because I like to have cold water. And honestly, having this around me and taking it with me wherever I go has really helped me drink more water and also made me realize how before I did this, I would often just be really, really thirsty and dehydrated and not fix that problem, not look after myself in that way. So that's one basic way that you can look after yourself and it is self-care. Staying hydrated is self-care. You are mostly water, so make sure that you keep that water topped up. The second part of that, that second basic self-care thing that I talked about was eating a balanced and nutritious diet. And again, I know I'm super guilty of this, that when life gets busy, the last thing that I want to do is take a half an hour or an hour to prepare myself a dinner with fresh vegetables and fresh grains, something that I know is good for me and healthy because it's going to take me a really long time. And what I want is a quick solution to my hunger, which is often uh, takeout and fast food because that's what's available to me. Or maybe it's Uh, something that's in the freezer that I can heat up quickly. And so something that I've started to become more conscious of for myself when I know that life is going to get busier or I know I have a week ahead that's going to be super busy is when I am cooking meals for myself fresh, 
I make way more than I need and I put the leftovers into a box in the fridge or in the freezer so that when the, the week gets busy or later on in the week, I have something there that's quick and easy. I have fast food that is still nutritious, that's going to really fuel my body, that's in a way that's going to allow me to keep showing up for the rest of my week. Now, there's that's not to say that there's something wrong with getting fast food when you need to or getting a takeout or having a ready meal every so often. There's nothing wrong with that. We have takeout in our house at least once a week because we love pizza and we love takeaway food, but we also are super conscious of the fact that even if we love that food and it's a fast solution to feeling full, doing that every night on a really busy week where maybe work is a little bit heavy is actually going to impact how energetic we feel as the week goes on. Because when we are loading ourselves with those sugars and those empty calories, that has an impact on how energetic or not you feel. So stay hydrated, try and keep your diet as nutritious and balanced as you can, and look out for yourself ahead of time in preparing for that. Have things there that are gonna help you eat in a way that's going to feel good even when you don't have a lot of time. And the third part of this sticking to the basics is prioritizing a healthy sleep routine. And what I mean by that is try and create a routine around when you're going to bed and when you're getting up so that you're maintaining roughly the same time every day. Because your brain and your body really like that and it's going to help you have a better quality of sleep. The other side to that is, yeah, we've got a lot on our to-do list and we have a lot to do, but recognize when you are tired and when sleep and going to bed needs to be the priority and not the to-do list. Because the truth is, When you're tired and you're exhausted, it's going to take you a lot longer to get through that to-do list anyway, which means you're going to end up going to bed super late, which means you're going to be tired the next day and struggle through your to-do list for the following day. Sometimes the priority needs to be sleep so that you can rest, so that you feel more energized, so you can show up as your best self to the other things that need to be done. Tip number one, Gentle self-care is prioritize the basics. Stay hydrated, eat balanced, nutritious meals as much as you can, and prioritize getting a healthy amount of sleep and letting yourself rest when you know you need to. Gentle self-care tip number two is focus on small right actions over big moments. Now, if you're a long-time listener of the show or a long-time follower of mine, you will have heard me say this many, many times. One of the big pitfalls that we fall into when it comes to our self-care routines is this idea that self-care needs to be a specific time that we carve out for ourselves. We've seen hashtags on social media like self-care Saturday and Sunday self-care, Sunday resets, and, and this idea that 
once a week, we need to set aside a day or a huge amount of time to do face masks and bubble baths and put our houses back in order and to dedicate time to doing that and that that is self-care. But the reality is that not all of us can do that. And I know a huge amount of you, my listeners out there, are parents and parents to small children. And your reality is that you can't carve out big chunks or whole days or even whole afternoons just to be your self-care day. And sometimes we think when we're not doing that, we're failing. But small right actions, small self-care actions can be way more powerful than one afternoon of self-care. Because small right actions are things that we can fit into our day every day. And they compound to help us feel good and to continue showing up, to help us maintain our well-being, to help us maintain the capacity of our cup. So rather than self looking at self-care as this thing that you do once a week to refill, recharge when you are running on empty, start to look at the small actions that you can do every day to keep that cup topped up just a little bit and just a little bit to keep you tidying over to the next day and the day after that and to maintain your well-being. And then every so often we can take those days where we prioritize ourselves, we have a personal inventory day, we have a huge reset day or reset afternoon or we find that we have a couple of hours free so we run ourselves a bubble bath and we put on a face mask and we watch our favorite movie and those are like this extra boost that really lift us up. But we don't have to wait for those if we are doing the small right actions. So take five minutes to sit down quietly by yourself during your lunch break or practice some mindful breath work at your desk when you're feeling stressed. Do a few yoga stretches before bed. Swap out one of your caffeinated drinks for an extra glass of water like we talked about that basic self-care of keeping ourselves hydrated. Look at your day and just ask yourself, What is a small thing that I can do to look after myself? Do that thing where you step outside of yourself for a moment and look at yourself like a friend or loved one that you really just want to look after and care for and think, what is some small things that I can do to help myself, to make my life a little bit easier, to show up for myself in loving, self-compassionate ways that are not going to require a lot of time and energy for me? How can I make my lunch breaks at work moments where I can get a little time to recharge? How can I make my dinner times and meal times at home moments that are a little bit more mindful and meaningful so I can take a moment to pause and reconnect and not feel like I'm just rushing through that? How can I fit in a few minutes at the beginning and the end of the day to connect with my body, to take a moment to pause, to feel rested and restored? Small right actions compound to help us maintain our well-being and to help us continue to show up to the things that matter to us, to help us maintain that motivation and that sense of 
having the power to create a life that feels good for us. It's the small right actions that do that more than it is those big hashtag self-care Saturdays. Gentle self-care tip number three, and probably the most important tip of this, and I think the thing that really captures what gentle self-care is at its core, is show up for yourself where you are. And what I mean by that is fit self-care into your current routine as opposed to trying to rearrange your life around self-care. Similar to what we talked about in the previous point, this is about making self-care part of your day rather than a thing on your to-do list. It's about infusing it into what you are already doing. It's about bringing that self-awareness that we've been working on this season, this that self-compassion, and just looking for the small moments where you can show up for yourself in a more meaningful way. Meet yourself where you are at, especially as the seasons shift and reset and we head into a really busy time of the year, that means reflecting and asking yourself, hey, are the things that I've been doing up until now, the routine that I've created for myself, is that going to work heading into this time of the year? If I have more expectations at work coming into the end of the year, how can I shift my self-care to fit around that? If I have more social expectations, how can I maybe make sure that I'm still moving my body and exercising while still being able to show up for those other expectations? Routine is great and it's really good for us, but being too restricted and regimented at our routine means that we're not showing up with that self-compassion and that self-awareness. Self-care should flex to meet you where you are. Self-care is any action that we take to take care of ourselves. And when our life changes and becomes more busy and becomes more overwhelming and looks different on a day-to-day than it did the previous weeks or the previous months, then our self-care and how we look after ourselves also needs to shift and change. We need to learn to show up for ourselves where we are. So maybe that's listening to a podcast or an audiobook while we're on our commute to work so that we're taking a little bit of time to infuse ourselves with inspiration or motivation during that moment before we start to work rather than using that as a time to check emails or start worrying about everything that we need to do at work. Showing up for yourself where you're at could be going for a walk during your lunch break or walking to get your lunch so that you're getting in a little bit of movement because you realize, hey, I actually have a lot of on my plate this week and I'm not actually going to get to the gym today or I'm not going to get out for my run today. But that doesn't mean that I have to sacrifice looking after my physical health or sacrifice getting a bit of fresh air. I can show up for myself where I am. Maybe it means bringing your journal with you on the train or the bus so that when you finish work at the end of the day or you finish the week and 
you're in that point where your mind is racing and you're running through everything that's happened or everything you need to remember, you have a space to brain dump and collect all of those ideas and process everything. You're showing up for yourself where you are. So to summarize, gentle self-care is about the small actions, the basic ways that we look after ourselves and bringing that extra layer of self-awareness to our self-care routines and our routines in general so we can show up for ourselves where we are and maintain our well-being. Just because there's more going on in our lives, just because there's more expectations does not mean that we have to sacrifice our well-being or our boundaries or our sense of feeling good in our own life. We can flex, we can bend, we can make choices to allow ourselves to feel good, allow us to maintain our well-being and meet the expectations that are in front of us at this time of year. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, I would love to connect with you and hear your thoughts on it. You can follow the show over on social media as at fill up your cup pod. We are on Instagram, we are on Facebook, and we recently also opened a TikTok profile so you can find us there as well. Now hop into the comments and let me know what your gentle self-care goals for the end of the season or the end of the year are going to be or pop me a DM and let's chat about them if you are struggling to figure out what gentle self-care might look like for you, send me a DM. Let's chat. Whatever platform you are listening to the show on, I would love if you could hit that subscribe or follow button today. And more importantly than that, I would love if you could leave us a little review. We are coming into the end of the year and the end of the fourth season of the podcast, and I would love to get your feedback. So if you are listening on Spotify, you can give the show a star rating. You can also use some of the Spotify community features to leave comments under specific episodes to let me know what you thought. You can find that by swiping up on the episode play card when you are listening in the Spotify app and you will see a little question that you can interact with and sometimes there are polls as well that you can vote on. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, as 60% of our listeners do, I would be so appreciative if you could take just 30 seconds, one minute to hit pause on the episode or once the episode is finished and type, even if it's just a one sentence review. Apple Podcasts reviews are really helpful for helping the show reach new audiences. So maybe there's someone out there who, like you, is now looking for a podcast that's going to help them feel good, that puts the personal back in personal development, and your review might help them connect with Fill Up Your Cup podcast and start creating a life that feels good for them as well. So it's not just for me, it's for the others out there who are looking for a show like Fill Up Your Cup your review can help them find it. So take a minute when you're finished listening to this episode and leave a short review. I would be so, so grateful. We, as I said, are heading into the end 
of the season and you know that I love to do a Q&A episode at the end of the season. So if you haven't done so already, click the link in the description under the episode in the show notes and head to our listeners questions cup and leave your questions. Maybe you have a question about an episode that you'd like me to go back to. Maybe you have something that you would like me to cover and um, shed some light on before the end of this season. Leave your self-care and personal development questions in the listener's question cup today and I would really love to do another one of those big Q&A episodes that we have done other seasons to just focus on answering some of your questions. Finally, last reminder, don't forget if you want a little bit more help and weekly inspiration with your self-care and personal personal development journey, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Laura Jane Illustrations and become a member of the self-care squad. I really hope that you're going to be able to join us on Monday for our self-care workshop, which is all about resetting your resetting your self-care routines as the seasons and the clocks reset. So as you are changing your clocks this coming weekend, you can reflect on how you might also change and shift some of the aspects of your self-care routine. It's going to dive into what we talked about today on a much deeper level and give you really practical actionable steps that you can take heading into the end of the year to make sure that you're still able to show up for yourself and your self-care routine and maintain your well-being and your boundaries. I hope that today's episode has given you a little bit of space to cut yourself a little bit of slack, basically. You have a lot going on in your life right now. We all do And 2023 was another one of those years that we have all been troopers to make through and survive. So maybe it's time to wind down a little bit and make your self-care just a little bit more gentle so that you can show up to everything else that you want to do before the year is over. If you made it to the end of this episode, I hope that you feel a little less alone in your personal development journey and a little more inspired to do something today to show up for yourself. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast streaming app or platform. And if you want even more weekly inspiration, then head on over to Instagram or Facebook and follow the show as at fillupyourcuppod. Remember, you can't pour from an empty cup. So do one small thing today to pour into yours and start creating a life that feels good 